can't be more than twelve or thirteen, but he's the leader of the worst band of thieving beggars in all of Dublin. Smart one he is. That little scoundrel eluded us for near on to two years. Always one step ahead, but we finally caught him. The gentlemen stared at Scully for a moment, and then their eyes met. Those are cold blue eyes for such a young lad. He paused and turned to the jailer. You say he almost outran the fastest man we have? Yes, sir. He sprained his knee badly chasing him. Says he's the fastest beggar he's ever chased. If it weren't for our trap, we would have never caught him. Now you're sure he's an orphan with no kin? None, sir. At least none that anyone knows. It's been heard tell that his parents have been dead for a while. Starved in the famine. The gentleman walked over to the cell close enough to get a good look. Boy, what's your name? Scully looked at the man defiantly. Scully, he paused for a second. Scully McCabe, why you be asking? The gentleman smiled. You will find out soon enough. The man turned to the jailer and handed him a padded envelope. As we agreed, now put him in chains and move him to my wagon. It's in the normal place. I take it there are no others. No, sir. He's the only one that fits. Good. Let's be on with it. The man turned and headed back up the stairs. Minutes later, two burly men shoved Scully into an enclosed wagon while a third man watched. Scully had seen police paddy wagons before, but this was unlike anything he knew. It looked more like a sheep herder wagon with bars. He immediately began thinking how to escape, but he was still bruised and sore, and at that moment he saw no opportunities. Several other teenage boys sat chained in the wagon. Their clothing was worn and tattered, and their eyes held an angry, empty stare. They were both older and bigger and didn't acknowledge him as the guard shoved him to the front of the wagon and chained him to a thick metal ring. "'There'll be no talking,' said the guard as he slammed the wagon door and fastened the padlock. The wagon jolted suddenly, and Scully caught his balance by grabbing the metal ring. There was a small amount of dried blood on the planks of the floor and several small slits in the walls allowing for only the slightest breeze. After hours on the bumpy road, the wagon came to a hard stop. The doors of the wagon slammed open and the three boys were dragged outside to relieve themselves as the guards watched. Scully was hungry and the cold bowl of stew they gave to each boy was quickly wolfed down. Their journey continued until nightfall when the boys were again unloaded fed a small ration, and chained to the wagon's wheels. They had gained elevation, and the night was colder than he was used to. Scully shivered as he curled into a tight ball, trying to keep warm. Later that night, one of the guards threw a tattered wool blanket to each boy, and then went back to where he slept. The next day, the wagon worked its way through the rolling countryside, to where the terrain became steep and rockier. As evening approached, the wagon veered off the road and slowed to a stop near a stagnant pond heavily engulfed by cattails. Scully could hear the key unlocking the padlock, and the door opened with a thump as the wagon's heavy ramp hit the ground. One of the guards, with a thick red beard, escorted the first boy down the ramp, and Scully could hear the sound of chains against the wagon wheel. He quickly returned to the second boy as Scully watched. The second guard was moving as if he were going to check the horses, and the third man watched with his arms crossed. Scully heard the guard moving the second boy to another wheel and the sound of the padlock closing. Finally, the man came back and ducked as he entered the low ceiling of the wagon. Scully sat perfectly still as he waited. 
The guard made his way to the front of the wagon, reached for the padlock, and unlocked it. Just as he did, Scully kicked him and made his break. The guard yelled as Scully jumped. Immediately he felt a powerful arm knocking him to the ground. He hit hard and tried to stagger to his feet, but before he could, the two men were on him, pinning him firmly to the ground. Scully was dazed, but knew the men were mad as they grabbed him by the chains on each wrist. We'll teach this lad some respect, the guard said angrily. The two men began dragging Scully toward the pond. Scully gagged and fought for breath as water entered his screaming mouth, and the sharp edges of the cattails cut his skin. We'll teach you respect, and what happens if you little beggars try to escape? Scully could feel the life going out of him when the guard on the bank yelled. That's enough. We don't need him dead. O'Mahony didn't pay us to drown him. The men dragged Scully from the water and threw him to the ground. The beard